Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. Today we are talking about Alexis and Sam. It is being restricted-ish to storylines only involving, like, for them. Yes. Involve, not just involving them, because that could be every storyline on General Hospital for the past 20 years. The ones that are about their interactions. Yes, like the ones that are heavily focused on their relationship. And used a lot more resources for this one. Used Hollywood Hiccups oh. article. Sam threatens Alexis to stop drinking now or lose the grandkids. Oh, that was so good. Subcentral.com for their General Hospital recaps. General Hospital fandom looked up both characters' profiles. Soap Opera Digest article from March 2006. Alexis and Sam, like mother, like daughter? Mm. Because that was when they found out. God, that feels like it wasn't that long ago. No, but it was. Um, Website called The List with an article, who are the fathers of Alexis Davis's three daughters on General Hospital and celebrating the soaps.com and a whole bunch of YouTube. (laughs) So I guess we can just get started with like a teeny tiny little character recap that Alexis Davis is a high powered attorney. Her maiden name was Natasha Davidovich, Davidovich, Davidovich. However you pronounce it. I am so sorry. Okay was raised as the niece of the philandering father, Mikos Kassadine. So his sister was her mom. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Helena, Mikos's lethal and jealous wife, murdered Alexis's mother, Kristen, in front of a young Alexis. Alexis went to a prestigious American boarding school and accepted her, quote, cousin, really her half-brother, Stefan's offer to put her through college. 
She eventually graduated from law school at Yale at the top of her class and arrived in Port Charles in 1996. And then Sam came. She is celebrating 20 years this year. Oh my gosh. October 1st, 2003. That's crazy. But then if we just jump ahead to January of 2004, she started a relationship with Sonny Corinthos, but he was married to Carly and has two children. Despite her better judgment, Sam starts to fall in love with Sonny. During the Port Charles Hotel fire, Sam was led to believe that Sonny had died and she slept with Jax after they got trapped. What? I've never been in that situation. <laughs> I just don't feel like that would be... I mean, that's the logical next step. If your significant other is thought to be killed, you jump into bed with someone else. In the middle of a fire. It's, it's the only comfort you can get. <sighs> when they were rescued, Sam discovers that Sonny was alive, and they resumed their affair, Sonny and Sam. Sonny chooses to return to his wife, Carly, after their son, Michael, was hospitalized. In April, Sam finds out that she is pregnant after Sonny goes back to his family. She almost has an abortion and tells the counselor that her own mother ran out on her and she couldn't do that to her child. Now, Emily Quartermain, volunteers at the clinic, happened to walk by Sam's room, saw her crying, kind of console her. But then I guess Sam left and then came back to have the procedure and she wound up changing her mind. Jason Morgan, Sonny's right-hand man, took Sam back to her boat. Oh, my God. remember, yes. she was living on this boathouse. Yes. So in the fall, we're going to have to do a whole recap oh of Sam. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and she tried to gain sympathy from him by crying and asking if he thinks she was trash. And I have such a hard time. I, I remember this Sam, but it's hard to remember Sam being like, no, I need to get sympathy from this guy. Yeah. He says no, but then asks her if she got pregnant to trap Sonny. Oh. She reels at the accusation and cries further for herself. And Jason urges Sam to tell Sonny, but she says that she doesn't want to mess up his reconciliation with Carly. That's such a good mistress. That's so nice and thoughtful of you. I was going to say, I'm like, that's, I mean, maybe don't have the affair to begin with, but that's nice that you're, you don't want to blow it up. I don't know. Jason tells her that lying to him is worse and that he will find out. Yes, Jason. A few days later, Jax overhears Emily telling Sam that she will bring her vitamins. Hmm. Wow, that's a reoccurring When did this line. just happen? Oh, that's right. Liz brought Esme vitamins. And ja Jax asks if Sam is pregnant. Because prior to Sunny, she had had a thing with Jax, but we skipped over those three months. Well, this would have been because of the affair... At right, the right, fire. Right. But I forgot to say that because oh, when she okay. first came to town, she had a thing with Jax. Yes, yes. Then yes, she yes. went to Sunny. But we didn't talk about because this is not just about Sam. Right. So we skipped the first three months. Yes. Both Jax and Sunny think that they are the father to Sam's baby. Sam agrees to get a paternity test, and Jason and Courtney find out that Carly was trying to switch the lab results. Isn't that funny? Like, she uh -huh. would have been. In a pickle either way, because she ended up involved with both of those men also. Mm -hmm. In July 2004, Sam is arrested due to a crime from when she lived in North Carolina. Jason asks Justice to represent Sam, but he is unable to, so he recommends Alexis. Sonny goes to see Alexis, and she answers the door holding Christina. He says he is there for the mother of his child. 
At this time, he doesn't know that Christina is his daughter. Alexis is relieved when she realizes he's talking about Sam, the mother of his other daughter, oh, who has yet to be born. That's it. Oh, it's so oh, crazy. Oh, oh, just you wait. I don't know if, did you watch Sunny? No. Stuff? Oh, oh, just wait. No. I got it. No, because I can't. It's just, ew. Sonny admitted he was trying to take care of Sam and the baby since Sam hadn't lied to him or tried to keep him from his baby. Sonny asked Alexis if she was afraid to go up against Rick. Later, Alexis entered the police station and told Rick she was Sam's new attorney. Rick commented that she and Sam had a lot in common, hmm. one of Sonny's mistresses representing another. Sonny let Sam know about her new attorney. Alexis files a motion to keep Sam from being immediately sent to Bailey's beach that's where she was originally from oh 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 in which i'm calling i'm thinking they're talking about a facility and i was like wait a no, second no, no. we've sorry, talked about sorry, all sorry. facilities no. and there was never one called bailey's beach no it's like <laughs> actually a beach okay rick told sunny to thank carly for her help in apprehending sam sam questioned alexis about her motives for taking the case sam is given an extradition hearing but despite alexis's protest the judge arrives immediately to make his decision while Alexis pleads for time to prepare, Rick decides to act out and declare the meeting a ploy for Alexis to be able to get close to him. No, thank you, Rick. Ugh. Well, this is when they were... I know, but ugh. Alexis is incredulous and the two begin to argue. The judge silences them and quickly rules that Sam is to be taken back to South Carolina. Sam pleads for her child's sake, but it falls on deaf ears. Back in the interrogation room, Alexis promises to appeal the extradition, but Sam simply begs her to contact Sonny. When Alexis quietly lets Sam know that she already did, Sam is not put off and demands she call him again. Alexis warns that she might lose her child to Sonny if she continues to hold so tightly to him, but Sam refuses to listen. As the guards handcuff her and prepare to take her away, Sam suddenly gasps in pain and faints. Alexis visits Sam at GH. She tells her she's doing everything she can to postpone the extradition. Sam isn't too convinced that Alexis can handle going up against Rick after how they behaved in the judge's office the other day. Alexis warns Sam that Sonny may only be willing to help her prove her innocence so that he can get full custody of the baby. Sam defends Sonny and tells Alexis she has no problem with Sonny being involved in his daughter's life. Alexis tells Sam that Sonny's lifestyle isn't safe for their daughter to be raised in, but Sam refuses to believe Sonny can't protect his children from harm. So, Michael, this is wasn't when Michael was in the hospital. No. Okay, mm -mm. never mind. I was going to say, because if it was, how would Sam say that? But okay, that makes sense. Sonny tells Sam that he was able to have Jason get someone else to confess to her crime. Sonny runs into Rick just as Alexis gets off the elevator and tells them both that an inmate in Texas confessed to Sam's crime. There's a lot more to the storyline, but we're not getting into all that because we're just talking about Alexis defending Sam. Yeah. So that was, yeah, we're going to have to do Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so then in October, Christina is diagnosed with leukemia. Ned and Alexis are aware, Ned, because he was saying that he was Christina's father. Uh-huh. He has a real thing. For, for jumping in for other people's babies. Women who have babies by mobsters use him as yeah. a substitute. So Ned and Alexis are aware that it's soon going to come out that he is not Christina's father. Stephen Weber ran Ned's blood work and begs Alexis to find Christina's biological father. Alexis is trying to make sure that 
everybody could po like possible could be a match is tested before she has to tell Sunny. Brooklyn, Dylan, and Georgie are all tested and none of are a match. Sam stops by Christina's room and asks Alexis if there's anything that Sam could, like that she, Sam, could do to make the situation better. And this is the thing, like they, they didn't get along, but they weren't at each other's throats the way that Willow and like that Nina right. was so against Willow. And Willow's like, why do you hate me? Leave me alone. So later Alexis asks Steve how old a child must be to donate bone marrow. And Stephen replies that a child would have to be at least one year old. Stephen again urges Alexis to approach Christina's biological father as soon as possible so that Christina's father and his relatives can be tested for matching bone marrow. Alexis assures Stephen that her daughter's welfare is always on her mind. Later, Monica informs Jason and Sam that Jason is not a viable donor and that Alexis has, to speak, has asked to speak with Jason. Later, when Jason arrives at Christina's room, Alexis reminds Jason that it was Alexis who represented Jason when Jason sued for custody of Michael after the Quartermains learned that AJ was Michael's biological father. Rick arrived in the hallway and overheard part of Alexis's conversation with Jason. Rick leaps into conclusion that Alexis is about ready to spill the beans about Christina's paternity to Jason. Rick rushes forward, pretending that he believes Jason is harassing Alexis before Alexis can correct Rick's mistake assumption. Stephen arrives with the news that he has a donor for Christina. Then just as Alexis is about to tell Jason that Sonny's, and that happened like just as mm -hmm. Alexis was going to tell Jason, hey, how do you think we tell Sonny this? Alexis is relieved and tells Jason that she just wanted to thank him for having the test done. Jason leaves. He arrives at Sonny's just as Carly is about to explain to Sonny about Christina being his daughter because she had known about it for a little while. Jason's interruption stops her from telling Sonny the truth when he announces to them that they found a bone marrow donor for Christina. However, Stephen tells Alexis that the woman whose bone marrow was approved for Christina had been killed in a car accident on the way to the hospital, but assures her that they will find another donor. And I guess, because we had asked that same question when Britt was killed, and I think we had discussed it was probably because she was poisoned that it was probably not right but perhaps a deceased i mean i feel like i hate to use this terminology but like that's a fresh it's not you know maybe on the way to the hospital i don't know i don't know either I, maybe it has to continue getting blood to it so if she would have been mm. like brain dead then they could have still done it but because she was dead dead they couldn't mm. okay then carly arrives at the hospital and tells alexis that she not Alexis, will be the person to tell Sonny that he is Christina's father. Before she goes, though, she berates Alexis for the months of bullying and threats that Carly had to take from her, and she angrily chastises Alexis for not allowing her to be truthful to Sonny when they reconciled. <laughs> That's funny. I left certain sentences in here because... That's <laughs> hypocrite. funny. So then Carly goes to the penthouse, tearful and afraid that she's about to blow her life with Sonny apart. Sunny is concerned immediately by the expression on her face, but before she tells him what's troubling her, she has him sit down with her and she basks in what could be her, their final moments with the man she loves. The two share wine and make love for possibly the last time. And then Carly grows increasingly upset when Sunny asks her again, what's wrong? That took way too much time. Yeah. Yeah. I just need to tell you. Especially where a child's life is at stake. You, Carly, already have kids with him. If he broke up with Sam, 
or broke up, like is not with uh, Alexis, then he chose you. So he's going to stay with you. He also the whole baby relationship is not going to change. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, she she had right then and there that he was Sam was actively pregnant with his child. What was Alexis so worried about? Well, because Alexis lied about the paternity, and that's two years of Christina's life that he didn't get to be dad. But I understand Alexis being scared, but Carly, I feel like you already also, had it in the bag. I feel like, I mean, that's why she ultimate. Maybe that's where she learned her lesson. Was you know what? I kind of did take it a little bit too far with a. Uh, how did Sunny not bring that up? To Carly, listen, you remember how this played out when Alexis lied to me when Christina had leukemia and now you forgot to tell us that Nina could save Willow. But Carly did the same thing. She, as soon as Willow... She didn't forget to tell someone that's about what I'm Willow. Saying. That's she what I'm saying. Is, that was against Nina, though, not against Sunny. That's the difference. Yeah, but there's still... There's still... If there weren't kids involved, not whatever, but... Yeah. But as soon as Christina got sick, she's like, nope, Sonny needs to know. Okay. Anywho, back to this. He asks her if she is in trouble, and she says yes. He then reminds her that he will do whatever he has to in order to help her, and she asks himself to get ready to go to the hospital quickly. Might have been able to save an hour there. Right? And also they had right. wine. <laughs> right? I don't know that like, you can I don't can think he can do that. No. <laughs> So when Sonny wants to know why, Carly is tearfully tells him that he needs to be tested as a donor match for Christina because he's her father. Sonny remains calm for most of it and then decides that the situation will have to be discussed after he checks in on Christina. On his way to be tested, he notifies Courtney and Mike that, and has them come to the hospital to be tested as well. Jason joins them as Sonny announces that he is Christina's father and all are stunned to find out that Carly the find out that Carly told him the news. Stephen informs Sonny that he, Mike, and Courtney are all unsuitable matches for Christina, so Sonny decides that Morgan will have to be tested. Oh my god. For a second, I was like, why wasn't Michael tested? Nope. Because Michael is not not biological. biological. Okay. (laughs) After Sonny leaves Christina's room, Alexis reports that there is no word about another donor. Sonny reports that Sonny, Mike, and Courtney were not viable donors, so Carly is bringing Morgan to get Tested at the hospital, as Alexis tries to thank Sonny, Sonny coldly assures Alexis that she should know that Sonny and his family would all do everything possible to have helped save Christina's life. <sighs> so dumb, Alexis. Come on. At the hospital, Jason explains to Sam that Sonny is Christina's father and that Carly has known the truth for months, but kept the news from Sonny. Later, Sam and Jason consult with the obstetrician about Sam's ultrasound and learn that Sam's baby is developing normally. As they are leaving the hospital, Sam wonders if her baby might be able to provide a bone marrow transplant for Christina. But Jason explains that the baby would need to be at least a year old before the doctors would allow her to donate bone marrow for Christina. Sam expresses her relief because she would hate to see a baby so small going through such a procedure. However, as Sam and Jason leave the hospital, Stephen informs them that Morgan is not a match for Christina and that Christina could die within the next 48 hours unless a solution is discovered soon. Sonny goes to the hospital chapel to pray for Christina. He pleads with God to spare Christina's life since she doesn't deserve to die because he was her father. Stephen shows up to talk to him about alternative treatments for Christina. 
He tells Sonny about chemotherapy and another more risky treatment using stem cells from Sam's baby's umbilical cord to create a new bone marrow, to create new bone marrow for Christina if there's a match. Alexis shows up at the chapel to find Steve and overhears him talking to Sonny about the stem cell treatment using Sam's baby. Alexis tells Sonny that they need Sam to agree and to go for it. Sonny asks to speak to Alexis alone. Alexis tells Sonny that Sam's baby is their only hope and they need to try this. Sonny tells Alexis that Sam needs to agree to this since it is her baby too and there's a 10% risk if they induce labor. I remember that. That was mm-hmm. horrible. Her pleading with him. Mm-hmm. Sam and Jason go to the hospital for a Lamaze class. Sam is excited about the arrival of her daughter after class. Sonny catches them at GH. He tells Sam about this new alternative treatment using the stem cells from Sam's baby's umbilical cord. Sam hears about the 10% risk of the baby for problems if labor is induced. Sam asks Jason for his opinion. Jason tells her if it was just him to consider, he would take the risk, but that it's her baby at risk and that she has to make that decision. Sam is torn since she wants to help Christina, but is worried about the risk to her baby. She reluctantly tells Sonny that she can't put her baby at risk. Alexis was thrilled as she told Rick the news of the stem cell solution. Rick was not so sure that Sonny would risk the life of another child to save Christina's. Sam told Sonny that she would gladly risk herself for Christina, but that she could not take the 10% chance of harming her baby by inducing labor early. Sonny was visibly saddened, but he understood her decision. Speaking with Sam, Sam continued to wrestle. Nope. Speaking with Jason, Sam continued to wrestle with the choice. Sonny told Alexis the news, and she freaked out, telling Sonny to make Sam do it. Mm -mm. It was so emotional. It was bad. Later, Alexis found Sam alone in the chapel and begged her for help. The discussion was intense and highly emotional. Finally, Sam screamed out that she would help. Suddenly, she clutched her stomach in pain. Something was wrong with the baby. I did not watch any of those videos because I just, I didn't want, it's Mother's Day weekend. I didn't want to watch that. I just, I remember like the I can crying it, yeah. as she's like literally begging Sam. As an unconscious Sam goes into surgery, Jason unleashes his anger at Alexis for causing Sam to collapse. Sonny was shocked when he heard the news and he immediately blasted Alexis as well. And the Sam Alexis playlists on YouTube are all out of order. Uh-huh. So that was hard too. Yeah. Okay. Alexis was fearful that her actions had caused Sam's collapse and she told Rick what happened. Rick immediately asked Rick Steve about the situation and Steve reiterated that Alexis had nothing to do with Sam's situation. I'm sorry. It didn't help. It didn't help. I'm sure the stress like, of it didn't help, but what, it didn't cause right. What was already wrong with mm. um, elect? No, Sam's baby was not caused by Alexis yelling at her. Correct. However, Sam had just come from Lamaze class and was walking on cloud nine. Mm-hmm. Rick then inquired as to whether the stem cells would be viable for Christina if the baby died. I mean. Legit question, but man. Two seconds later, and Stephen assured him that they would. Sonny walked up behind Rick, prepared to start a fight, but Carly interrupted them to tell Sonny that Sam's baby had died. Sonny shouted in grief, and both Rick and Carly clearly felt pain for him. He tried to ease her panic by letting her know that it had nothing to do with her. 
Rick left to return to Alexis and tell her that the baby had died. He tried to ease her pain, her panic, by letting her know that it had nothing to do with her. I do like that he did ask that did. first. Mm-hmm. And again, this is the difference with Nina. Yep. She immediately, no one said to her, you caused this. Well, I think Sunny did, but I think she already had it in her head that mm-hmm. she had. Um, and Rick was prepared, prepared her that she was going to have to ask Sunny for a stem cell donation from Sam's baby. That does make me want to ask any medical people out there who know, why could they not take the bone marrow from the deceased donor that, as you said, was like fresh, but they can take it from the stem cell? That's the a really good cord. question. Well, because I think the stem cells is creating the new. But once it's... When you had your kids, did they... Did you get like that booklet about saving their cord blood? Yeah. Could that have something to do with it? But I thought that they did it like... And again, I never did the Mm-mm. the cord saving, but I thought that they cut it and like immediately froze it then. Okay. So if with the baby, I mean, maybe if they cut it and then immediately dissect it, then that is why it worked. But I would think it would still be the same. If I was correct, the reason we can't use the deceased patient that just died is because of blood flow, then right. a deceased well, then, baby wouldn't have blood flow. But also... Back to your bone, your blood flow thing, though. Isn't that how all other organs stay intact? I guess. Well, if they're taking them from the donor, the donor is still alive enough that they're pumping blood through their system. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. Well, but if but someone dies on scene in a car it, accident, they can still donate, right? I don't know. I mean, same thing. They take the organ and put it right on ice, but it's I don't Mother's know what Day. that time I'm is. I'm not texting our friend. No, we I'm have not, some right. actual really good legit right. questions. We have some good legit questions right now, but and, I'm not I mean, she's interrupting not, her day. She's not on a transplant team, so she might not know. But um, yeah, I just don't know what, what that timeline is. Let the record show that I just gave her the look like seriously. That girl knows. She knows. She does know a lot. I'm not. She knows. I'm not doubting our friend's knowledge. I'm just saying. She's not... I feel like that is something she would know. She's not a doctor. (laughs) Who diagnosed mm, your kidney? Yeah. She did? Not the doc. Anyway, I just want to know for personal, like, curiosity, not for the storyline. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. She is at least an EMT. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, for anyone who's new listening, it's not like we're talking about someone who just, like, is off the... She at least has, like, experience in the oh, field. Yes. Our friend is very knowledgeable. I'm not trying to and all take that down. I'm just saying there are different levels right, right, right. of medical. Like, I but know I feel that. Like they'd have to know some basics I know they my, come upon somebody. I know Megan loves to call our friend and pretend like she is a doctor. And our friend has had to say a few times, look, Megan, I'm not a doctor. Right. If you Google, this is what you get. But you mm-hmm. should wait till your doctor gives you the answer. Mm-hmm. No, she's very good at that, but I feel like they would at least have some kind of field knowledge of. We'll ask her sometime during this week and let you know on Sunday. We still need to let. Boom. We still need to get her in. Okay. Real quick, 411 requests. Send her the most ridiculous things that they've ever done medical-wise on General Hospital, and then we're going to sit down with her and watch them and get her input. Yes. Yes, that that was funny. I mentioned on our weekly recap this week that I just learned, well, I relearned CPR, and the instructor made that comment of, 
things do not work like they do on TV. If you gave CPR to someone down on their stomach the way they normally <laughs> do in shows, um, all you would do is cause them to throw up if they were alive. And if they are not, you're not doing CPR on them anyway. But it's, you're not getting the result that you want there. You have to be up over the heart. And uh, that people don't usually like come to and be like, oh, yes, I'm fine now. Right. Thank you. Like, thank you. <laughs> okay, where were we? Um, a short time, a short while later, Jason returned to the operating room to sit with Sam and Alexis and Rick approached Sunny and Carly outside in the waiting area. Realizing she had no more time to waste, Alexis tried carefully to deal with the situation of the stem cells. She apologized profusely for Sunny's loss, but he ripped into her and told her that she was selfish and cold. Alexis begged to talk, begged him to think about the fact that Christina was also his daughter and that she too would die if he didn't act soon. Stephen entered the lobby with them and all warned Sonny and Alexis that the stem cells from the baby's cord needed to be processed immediately if they were to remain viable for Christina. Well, that answers half our question. Yeah. Sam was unconscious for days, and when she woke up, Jason had to tell her the news about baby Lila, another thing I was not watching this weekend. Sam became very angry and accused Jason of lying. She became so upset that she needed to be sedated. When she woke up, Sam realized that Jason was telling her the truth about her baby and he explained what had happened with her baby, but didn't tell her that the stem cells have been used to help save Christina's life. By the way, we did an entire 411 on baby Lila. Mm -hmm. He told Sam that he had gotten to see the baby and hold her after she had passed. Sam told him that maybe her spirit had still been in the room and knew he was holding her. Jason left her alone to rest and promised to call the funeral home and ask them to treat her daughter with respect when handling her. Alexis showed up to visit Sam. She thanked Sam for helping mm. to save her daughter's life. Sam asked her what she was talking about. <sighs> Alexis realized her mistake and didn't know what to say. She told Sam that they had taken her baby stem cells to help save Christina. Sam looked accusingly at Alexis and asked if the baby had to die to save Christina's life. Sam blamed Alexis for forcing the surgery that caused her baby's death. Jason set the record straight telling Sam that it was Sunny who had authorized the removal of the stem cells from her baby's umbilical cord. Sam was shaken by the news and accused Sunny of being glad that their baby hadn't made it. Ugh. In Christina's hospital room, Alexis told Christina that Rick would be going home with them and was rewarded with a smile from her recovering daughter. When Rick arrived, he informed Alexis about the memorial service for Sam's baby, and Alexis expressed her desire to go. No. Rick vetoed Alexis... Alexis's suggestion, explaining any public interruption between Alexis and Sonny before the custody hearing could be harmful to their position. Alexis succeeded in persuading Rick to let Alexis accompany him to the service. No. Explaining that she felt it was necessary to honor the little girl who had been so instrumental in saving Christina's life. Maybe we just go to the grave site and say a little prayer or something on our own light a candle maybe make a donation in her name to pediatric leukemia or stem cell research or something like that ridiculous let's not upset a grieving yeah yeah so meanwhile in sam's hospital room sam was devastated when jason delivered the bad news that dr meadows believed that sam was not strong enough yet to get out of bed to attend her daughter's memorial service Although Jason suggested that they could postpone the service until after Sam had recovered, Sam insisted that she believed it was important to her to remember her daughter right then. 
Later, Jason met Emily and asked Emily to help Sam get ready for the service because Sam was determined to attend. At the same time, at Sonny's penthouse, as Sonny looked at a cross that he'd bought as a gift for his daughter, Sonny was pleased when Carly and Michael arrived and announced that they planned to attend the memorial service with him. As Sam and Jason entered the church, Sam confided to Jason that she suddenly felt peaceful for the first time since her baby's death. Rick and Alexis arrived after the service began and slipped quietly into the back pew. However, Sam spotted them. Sonny shot a hateful glance at the couple as they left the service. A few days later, Sam went to see Christina in her room. Jason, Jason showed up to her room and found she wasn't there. He found her in Christina's room. Jason entered and talked to Christina. Alexis found them there. Oh, this is going to make me mad. Alexis asked to speak to Sam outside the room. She apologized to Sam for what she had said to her that day and asked for her forgiveness. Sam seemed to grant her forgiveness. Alexis asked her why she had gone to see Christina. Sam said she wanted to feel close to her own daughter by being near someone she'd help. Alexis said she understood why Sam would want to see Christina, but told her that Christina was still too weak to have visitors who she didn't know. Sonny and Jason met with Sonny's new lawyer, not Diane. I couldn't find the name of the person that it was, but it's not Diane. To start the process of fighting for custody of Christina, the attorney wanted it mentioned that Alexis harassed Sam to make her look like an unfit mother, but Sonny wouldn't allow it since he understood why Alexis did what she did. I, I don't feel like it was appropriate for Alexis to be asking for forgiveness at that moment. Like, this is all happening at once. Sam... But Sam is overwhelmed. Did. I know, but I, I feel like that was that. I'll just say anything, so you can just leave me alone. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah. So then fast forward to February 2006, there was an encephalitis outbreak that was caused by Jerry Jacks. Mm-hmm. And a fevered Alexis hinted to her husband, Rick, that she had a secret. Once recovered, Alexis confessed that when she was 16, she had had a baby and was forced by Mikos to give it up for adoption. Rick encouraged her to search for the child. Alexis's starting point, her daughter's date and state of birth. I oh, know that was, I'm like, wait, what's today? It was May 11th, 1980 in Maine. Meanwhile, Sam's half-brother, Danny, was struck with the virus and died. Sam was angry and blames Alexis for her brother's death because Alexis had received the antidote instead of Danny. Before he dies, Danny tells Sam how glad he is that her parent, their parents chose her, making Sam suspect she was adopted. 
Sam has a DNA test done, and it is revealed that Danny was not her biological brother. Armed with this revelation, Sam was determined to find her birth mother. Sam's starting point? Her date and state of birth, May 11, 1980, in Maine. Alexis and Sam took separate paths to the very clinic in Chatham, Maine, where baby girl Davidovich, Davidovich made her debut. But only Sam came away with the truth. Sam and Alexis decide to keep this nope. a secret. Sam and Jason decide to keep this a secret due to her animosity towards Alexis. And this was really cool because they went and kind of broke into the records yep. room. And they're flipping through the yearbook. And, of course, no picture was shown for this person. And it said Natasha Davidovich. And Sam was like, do you know this person? And Jason's like, yeah, you do too. Mm-hmm. She changed her last name to Davis. Ooh. And she's like, Alexis is my mother. So then in May, Sam is shot by Jason's rival, Manny Ruiz, while, Jace, while in Jason's arm. They were doing a an auction of dates, of like dancing and dinner with different men. The women all bid on them. Yes. And then pulled their name out of a fishbowl. And Alexis had, or Sam had chosen Rick. And then Jason had a note because we, why didn't he just text her? But whatever. A note was sent to her like, hey, come out to the rooftop. Sam went out and he picked her up and like swirled her around just as the bullet. Mm. You know who ordered the hit? Who? Sonny. This is when Jason took over the business. And Sonny ordered the hit to kill Jason. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, I do remember that. Yeah. Man. This unlocked so many things. It does. Okay. Man. So then Sam has surgery but cannot recover because her blood is not clotting. Because Sam is not getting better, Jason tells Alexis that she is Sam's mother. Very short sentence that took a long time to get there, though, because they tried, you know, obviously blood banks and things like that. And finally, he just tells her, Sam's her daughter. Yeah. But- Prior to all of this, like Sam and Alexis had been stuck in um, the courthouse, a, a courthouse room. And actually somebody on Twitter, I believe it was, answered our post saying to say that Sam McCall and Alexis Davis have a complicated mother-daughter history is an understatement. For Mother's Day, we're going to recap it. <laughs> <laughs> the height of dysfunction. That's today's Mother's Day. <laughs> And J, Sam FF, be kind. There are many scenes of theirs I will always remember, but one of my very favorite was there was another daughter at the courthouse, brilliantly played by both of them. Sam had kind of started to try to hint to Alexis or at least find out. And in the courthouse, you know, they were talking about Molly and Christina and Sam kind of gave her grief. And she was like, you always talk about Christina. Like, you know, you have Molly too, right? Yep. And she's like, but Christina's dad puts her in the line of possible crimes, possible being a target, whatever. Rick at the time was not so much. (laughs) Right. And then I forget how they got to it. And she said, and I mean, they were really just having, it wasn't like a civil conversation, but it was at least a conversation. It It wasn't heated. Yeah. But it was... It got like a little tense sometimes. And Alexis said something about how when she was 16, she had a baby. She loved this baby, but her dad made her give it up for adoption. Blah, 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 blah. 
And Sam said something about, well, have you ever looked for this baby? And she said, yeah, the baby died when she was three. So she thought Sam had died. Yes. So she gave up because she even said, well, during all of this with Christina, because she was like, well, with Christina, like, why didn't you go looking for this baby? And she said, I did. And I found out that the baby had passed away when she was three. So that's why Alexis did not right, right. continue to look for. And Sam thought about telling her and then just didn't. But you could tell that there was kind of a, okay, I'm going to have to tell her. But when? Right. And Sam kept slipping in and out of consciousness. She kept having these dreams where, because Alexis had just been elected to ADA. And so she knew that Jason was basically going to be arrested for all this stuff. (laughs) Yep. And Sam kept dreaming of Alexis coming into the room and saying, I'm going to arrest you. And she goes, it's a conflict of interest. You can't arrest him. You're my mother. And, but she kept mumbling like, Alexis, you're my mom, you know, and just mom and stuff. So Jason was really, really torn. But then he knew that Sam eventually wanted to try to have a relationship right. at some point. And he was like, okay, so if I can save your life <laughs> by telling her for you, I'm going to go ahead and do that. And Alexis didn't make it about her, Nina. And <laughs> <laughs> was like, okay, so what can I do to help? Because she kept saying, I mean, she cared about what was going on with Sam. But now that she was mom, she's like, okay, well, what what are we going to do here? And at one point, there's, okay, so then it talks about uh, Alexis goes to Sam and stays by her bedside. And she really was sweet. And she was like, please just come back and allow me to be the mom that I wanted to be, but I couldn't be. And it really was sweet. Yes. You know? And Nina did the same thing. Because, I mean, Madeline robbed Nina of that 100%. I mean, she kept her in a coma for 20 years. But she keeps making the it. intention still feels different. We keep talking about intention. The intention still, still feels different. Alexis wanted to be a part of Sam's life. Nina wanted, wants to control Willow's life. She wants to, like take ownership of willow like you're my prize because you're my child where alexis already understood okay you're an adult you have had your life you're gonna she continue had your life. already started in on the jason stuff though when they she were had. in the courtroom mm-hmm. she was like and you're with this guy why you know you're just but that's what she was trying to talk to her and said this is why i hid sunny's paternity for so long because i didn't want my child to be in the line of fire. Right. You know, and why are you putting yourself in that? Because then Sam also, okay, I'll get to that. Cause I just saw it down there. Okay. That's out of the timeline. So it says that I'm going to jump and put this in. Cause it says during this period of time, Sam gets her G. So Sam had started to study for her GED mm-hmm. was looking into going into law school. Right. Alexis didn't know that she was her mom yet. And Alexis saw it and she's like, well, that's mighty ambitious. You know, it's really difficult, whatever. And Sam says to her, well, it runs in my genes. My mom's a very smart, like powerful attorney, but then she's also a grade A beep. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. So, but I just think it's interesting that Sam was going to be an attorney. Right. So like she had already started kind of mothering-ish, not trying to destroy her life, but at least like, hey, look at your life choices. You're still young. 
But it wasn't because she was her mom or wasn't her mom. Right. It, it was, was mothering, like, the way that you would do. Right. Mentoring, almost. And just, like, experience of, I'm older now, let me look back at the choices, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. You know? Yep. Alexis was coming from that same angle of it doesn't matter who you are, you're getting yourself into a relationship that's not healthy for you from my perspective. So let me try to talk you out of that. Yeah. Not controlling like Nina, who would have just been like, no, I said no, because I'm your mother. However, this next sentence is Alexis and Jason came to odds when Patrick and Noah Drake have differing opinions on treatment for Sam because Alexis got an injunction on a surgery that Patrick wanted to perform that he said would save Sam and Noah said, no, that's a little bit risky. And so Alexis went and got a court order giving her the right, because as her mother, yep, Jason and Sam were engaged at this point. They still weren't married. Doesn't matter till you're married, but that's what I'm saying. So she kind of pulled a Nina on that with the, no, I'm the I'm mom. mom. Yeah. You found out two seconds ago. Correct. They were not married yet. However, Sam had, had no been family. In her life. Right. right. Jason had been her family for longer than Alexis. So had. then Alan and Monica are in the hallway talking about something. And Alexis was like, well, my daughter. And Alan's like, what's wrong with Christina? And she goes, Sam, long story, but we'll get there. But anyway, so Jason has Patrick Elizabeth and Epiphany. And this was when Epiphany was newer. When they all performed the surgery. And Alexis had them all arrested. And it was great because Patrick asked Jason, do you have your gun? Actually, he asked, are you packing? Oh, gosh. Oh, it was so cheesy. (laughs) Are you packing? Why? Because if we get arrested for this, I want to say that you threatened me. And Jason said, fine, I will shoot you if you do not do this. Are you happy? (laughs) So then. That was such a good scene. So then Mac asked, well, did he really threaten you? And he's, and Jason actually was taking accountability. And he said, I told Patrick that I would shoot him if he did not do it. And Elizabeth goes, that's not the truth. And Patrick says, yeah, but I told him to say that. So (laughs) Alexis then talks to Jason and to talks Jason into breaking up with Sam for her own good. She recovers and moves in with Alexis and her family. So yeah, that's kind of the, she did do a good job. She did a better job at finding out, but she's still kind of, went there and now we have some audio from youtube which we do not own the rights but it was way too good to not share so this is the jason and sam playlist uh and it's march 13th 2006 around five minutes and this is when sam alexis davis mother of christina sonny's daughter Used to be Alexis the bitch. Okay, you know what, Stan? I don't want you talking to anybody about this. I never do. Anything else? Let me know. Thanks. All right. So it's true. That is my mother. The day I lost my baby, Alexis screamed at me until I went into labor. Now, is that ironic or what? To save her daughter, she risked the life of her granddaughter. Sam, Alexis is wrong. 
No, she, she, she told me that she would always be grateful. And then my brother was on his bed dying. And she could have given him the medicine that saved him. Instead, she took it for herself because she is selfish. So not only did she kill my daughter, but she killed my brother as well. And that is my mother. You need to just take a step back, okay? And just... it, it makes me sick how she acts all superior. It makes me sick that she thinks that she's such a great mother to Christina and, and Molly. As if nobody else cares about their kids. I cannot wait to see the look on her face when she finds out that I am the kid that she dumped all those years why, ago. Why would you even want Alexis in your life? Wowie zowie. So that was they, you know, after they came back, they still had Stan Epiphanies. That was so sad seeing him. I know. <laughs> but then there's more. So this is a good one because this this is something that you newer fans are going to thoroughly enjoy. As a child, that he was glad their parents made them brother and sister. It sounded to me like Sam was adopted. So she got a DNA test done on Danny, and she found out that they were not biologically related. Well, it's a shock, right? That was the first. So I, I put Stan on track in Sam's birth certificate. Didn't have any luck at all. But he did find uh, the clinic where she was born. Okay. And then that led us to a private school in New Hampshire where we found out there a 16-year-old uh, girl dropped out for a semester. It timed out with when Sam was born. Okay. So that explains why you couldn't, you know, do what you had to do with Carly, right? So? Who, uh, who's Sam's mother? Uh, Alexis Davis. <laughs> if this is okay, seriously, if this is your idea of a joke, then you, your sense of humor hasn't gotten better since the coma. Am I laughing? No, you're not laughing. But let me tell you something. It's impossible. Alexis is not Sam's mother. She is Christina's mother. Have Stan go back. Sonny. Redirect what he has to do. Sonny. Have him go you think, hour hour do you think I would accept this without tracking every possible way? You think I would bring this to you unless I was absolutely sure? No. But, you know, it's good to see her. What is that? It's all there. All of it. What this means? I I slept with a mother and her daughter and got them both pregnant. That means that the uh, the baby that Sam was carrying, our child, is Alexis' granddaughter. What kind of creepy, freaky crap is this? Uh, 
can we call Maurice up and ask him if he like <laughs> added that into it? Were those lines? Because it sounds like everything we say about that creepy, freaky coincidence is that. Oh, there's more. Hold on. My life just turned into an episode of Jerry Springer. A what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> this is not right. It's sick. It's sick. It's, it's sick. Sunny. It's, it's okay. You didn't, you didn't know. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know. But you know what? It, it, it's not okay. No one's supposed to. No one's going to know about this. Right? We no, got that just, going. Just, just me, you, Sam. It's okay. okay. You make sure it stays that way. Because if this gets around, then I'm, it doesn't, doesn't look good for me. And I don't, how do I tell Christina, that, that innocent little girl that I, that I slept with, her, her mother and her sister? And got them both. Sonny, Sonny. But you'll never have that conversation. Sam hates us more than you do. She can't stand Alexis. She's not going to tell her. Okay, but you know how you know adopted kids, they want to know their biological yeah. parents. They want to ask questions. The difference? Sam knows Alexis. And she blames her for her baby's death and now Danny's too. There's not enough scotch in the world. I'm going to get some air. <laughs> not enough scotch in the world. Oh, hold on. I have one more. <laughs> I'm just glad that Sunny was as ick as we are about it. I remember those oh, scenes. But no, that was so but much better than I remember. Yes, yes. I belong on Jerry Springer. I'm just sad I didn't get to finish this entire playlist because I feel it's like... like 321 videos. I know. Well, like no, that. this is the Jason and Sam. Oh, oh. This is where yeah. I found most of this stuff. You're never going to finish that. I thought you were still on this. This was only 2006. Yeah, when I saw that they were all out of order, I was like, ah, yeah. eh, I don't want to put this together. The case, I would, I would take my lumps. Enough people think the worst of me anyway. This is about Christina. And, you know, two people who shouldn't have had a child together and were irresponsible and made her. She's going to grow up, you know, asking questions. How did mommy and daddy meet? How come they don't live together? You know, how come they don't even like each other? And not that we have to explain to her that her, her daddy made another baby with her older sister. Oh, okay. It sounds really awful when you say it out loud like that like she was a mistake or, or she Sam, wasn't supposed to be born that's not that's not what i meant i know i know i'm sorry sunny i'm sorry her death is a sore spot that's all i understand i get what you're saying about christina and all and it's not like i have this burning desire to know who my mother is i know her well enough thank you and even if I did confront Alexis with the fact that she is the reason why I exist, she would just backpedal and make up excuses, and I won't believe her. And in the end, I will wind up hating her guts. So why waste the emotional energy, right? So that was basically Sonny talking to Sam because he knew that Alexis was her mom before Alexis knew. Right. I still feel like, okay, I get where Sam's emotions are coming from because yeah, it's all emotional, but I don't like that. She keeps saying that Alexis just abandoned her or didn't want to raise her or whatever, because even before they knew they were mother daughter, Alexis said, 
I was made to give her up. Not I at this her. point. At this point, they hadn't had that conversation yet. I thought they this had already was, saved Christina. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was after they saved Christina that she said, Yes. I yes, had yes, a baby yes. I couldn't raise. And so. But I don't know if it was that. In May 2006 is when Sam was shot. That's when Alexis found out. In February was. The, yeah. So it was a couple of years later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so she had said, I had a baby. I was made to give that baby up. I wanted to raise that baby. And then I did look for that baby and was told she was deceased. Right. So I stopped looking. And I'm sure it was just Sam being caught up in the moment because that's how you would be in this. But I wish that people would have corrected her and been like, yeah, she's going to twist it around. But when she twists it around, she's going to say... I wanted that baby. I was made to give it up, which is what she said before she knew who you were. So the only dates we have here, though, is that it was February when the encephalitis outbreak happened. Those were March. Okay. So that might have been before. Maybe. The courtroom that I had mentioned. Okay. I feel like it might have been because that that tone that we just listened to, maybe I should have done a better job like sticking mm. them in where they should have been. But I feel like those were after she and Jason found out, but before the encephalitis thing. So she knew this stuff about Christina. Okay. But I don't think she had had the conversation yet with Alexis that okay. she had wanted to. If not, then that's fine. But if so, right, people should have right. corrected her. Yeah. So then after months of trying to get Jason back together with her and him shutting her down, Sam, who is hurt and upset, picks a fight with Alexis. Alexis then blows up at Sam, calling her pathetic. Ugh. Rick sticks up for Sam, saying that Alexis was out of line, and Alexis leaves in a huff. Sam and Rick get in, get drunk and have sex. No, why did you have to finish that sentence? I can see that in my head, too. Ugh. Which both Alexis and Jason witness. Ugh. He returns home, both devastated and angry, but later finds comfort in Elizabeth Spencer. Yep. And they have a one-night stand. She later becomes pregnant. After finding out that Jason only saw her with Rick, not only saw her with Rick, but that he also slept with Elizabeth, she decides to leave town, but changes her mind after Alexis reveals that she has cancer. Sam stays with her family and helps look after her sisters while Alexis is in treatment. This causes her to be close in close confines with Rick, and they argue constantly. Finally, Alexis reveals that she knows about the night Sam and Rick spent together. Though Sam tries to be there for her sisters and mother as much as she can, Alexis continues to be distant. Sam and Jason reconcile, but Rick frames her and she is arrested. What did he frame her for? Oh, I forget. Eventually, Sam is exonerated and moves back with Jason in time for Christmas. So, I didn't get to do a whole ton. Basically, a lot of my... Time was spent on 2004, 2006. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to go fully into Alexis's cancer. I'm sorry. It was a lot. It was a lot. In 2009, Jason tells Sam that teenage Christina is drinking, underage, partying, and acting rebelliously. Sam is worried that Christina is possibly responsible for Claudia Zakara's car accident. Spinelli tells Sam that Alexis confessed to it, but Sam realizes it was Christina. Michael and Christina had run away to Cancun, but Jason and Sam went after them and brought them back to Port Charles. 
I want to be the kind of teenager that can I just know. run away to Cancun. I want to be the kind of adult that can just Great. run away to Cancun. There's that too. Sam and Alexis argued over whether Alexis was being too lenient on Christina. And then in 2012, when Sam believed her son Danny to have passed away and she and Jason were estranged, she moved in with Alexis. And that was when Todd Manning had switched the babies with yep. Taya Delgado. Oh, that was such a good storyline. Yes. In 2012, when Sam believed her son Danny to have passed away, she and Jason were estranged and she moved in with Alexis. Alexis helped Sam get custody of Rafe Kovich over Silas Clay. I watched a little bit of those courtrooms because Diane said that Sam was a bad mom. Oh. Because Rafe didn't want to go with Silas because he looked like his murderous father vampire. Might kind of make a little sense. Yeah. So then Danny's diagnosed... Back from the dead, Danny. Right, right. Danny's diagnosed with leukemia in 2013. Okay, it may tell me in this how old Danny is at this time. So Danny would have been about a year. Okay. A year or two. Okay. Because I believe he was born in 2012. I'm, we're, yeah, I'm not looking that up right now. He was. But he was a baby because... He was because he was the baby that we didn't know who the dad was because of all the right. plaintiff stuff. Right. Yes. Okay. I was just trying to like figure out if where, the timeline wise when yeah. they aged him up because when I was watching the old videos and that was happening in 2012, I was like, that's the same year Madeline was born. So Danny should only be 10 and he is way older than 10. So Danny is diagnosed with leukemia in 2013. While talking about potential donors, Sam asks Alexis about her father since he should be a possible match. Alexis admits that she met Sam's father at a bar when she was a teenager, and she doesn't remember his name and never saw him again. That must be humiliating to admit. After exhausting all resources, Sam realizes the only other option is her father. She and Alexis ponder finding him when they spot Dr. Kevin Collins. Alexis asks Kevin to put her under hypnosis to, she, to see if she can find out more information about Sam's father. Sam goes to the Crimson Magazine office looking for Connie. Instead, she finds Derek Wells there with Ava Jerome, the mother of Franco's daughter, Kiki. Derek tells Sam he's the publisher of Crimson and Port Charles Press now. Sam asks for his help to publicize a donor drive for Danny so they can find a match. That was something that Emily actually, oh, 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 that was also part of why Jason took over the business earlier was because Elizabeth or Emily and Sonny were in love. Ew. But Emily had organized a blood drive to get blood because Sam has a rare blood type. Awesome for Emily that she did that for Sam's son. But ew. No, Sam. Well, you know what I mean. But ew, that uh -huh. Sunny just talked about being grossed out by hooking up with mother-daughter and the age difference there. And now he's hooking up with But Jason Emily had already Emily. been married to Courtney, so Sunny threw that in his face a lot. It doesn't matter. Emily was like two, and he's dating her. That's not all right. She was not two. <laughs> she was not two. But it was still. But Sunny kept going back to. And you married my sister. Jason kept saying, yeah, but you just found out you had a sister. I like, counseled my sister. Emily through losing her biological mom through when Alan and Monica were having troubles. Like, that's who. Yeah. Like, know, she was actually my sister, not someone I met as an adult that is my sibling. Right. There's a difference. 
So Derek agrees to put it on the front page, which Sam is grateful for. However, he reneges on his promise later, telling Alexis he found a different story to put on the front page. What a jerk. Alexis undergoes hypnosis and remembers that Sam's father's name is Julian. The headline in the press reveals that Kiki is biologically not Franco's daughter, but Silas's. What was the headline? It was a clever headline. And it's... I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? That yes. it was Because they kept saying something about not a cue. Right. Oh, okay. 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 When Silas reads the article, Sam finds out and sees his name on Kiki's birth certificate. Sam tells him to go find Kiki while she and Alexis wait for people to come to Danny's donor drive. Eventually, Derek shows up and also offers to be swabbed as a potential bone marrow donor for Danny. Sam is ecstatic when Ellie Trout tells her that Derek is a match for Danny. Derek finds out he's a match and agrees to the bone marrow transplant. Alexis talks with Derek afterwards about Sam's father and the circumstances under which she met him. Derek, revealed to actually be Julian Jerome, has a flashback and realizes he is Sam's father. Derek later meets Danny in his room and has a hard time nope, has a hard time concealing his interest in being a part of both Sam and Danny's life. Julian gives a bone marrow transplant and Danny recovers to Sam's relief. And so in this episode, Alexis receives the DNA results that say that Lucas and Sam were both brother and sister. And at this point, like she and Sam are kind of on good. I mean, they're, they're good. They're mother, daughter, Alexis and her both kind of have like a similar towards Carly. And she's like, you and Carly have the same brother. And Sam's like, oh, I know there is so much of that going around right now. <laughs> and all I could think of is, yeah, you are dating your sister's brother. Oh, stop. Okay. I, I didn't write that story. Stop. Line. In 2016, Alexis processes the divorce of Sam and Jason. Quote Jason. Quote Jason. So they can start fresh. Jason asks Sonny to be his best man, and Sam asks Alexis to be her matron of honor. Sonny and Alexis both happily accept. And that was Drew. Yes. And then in the fall of 2020, Alexis is unfortunately depression drinking, or grief drinking, as some call it. This was after Neil yes. died. She is the picture, and she had done a really good job of staying sober. Like, she was really, really working it. Yes. She has the picture of the stereotypical drunk drowning her sorrows in a borrow, bottle or by now many bought tools mm -hmm. of their favorite poison. Sam is desperate to save her mother in a typical codependent manner of role reversal, but it comes from a place of love. I got this from one of those other articles. I got this one from the one that said Sam threatens to take away the kids. So that's why there's a few like snarky comments. However, Sam is desperate to save her mother out of love and Alexis is desperate to destroy herself out of self-hate. As Alexis sat in her house drinking, Sam began to knock on the front door and call out for her mother. Alexis, Alexis quickly hides her bottle and glasses and opens the front door. Sam walked in and admitted that she was checking up on Alexis. She wondered if her mother was sober enough to get help. She added that Molly and Christina had noticed that Alexis never seemed to be available. Sam informed Alexis that she hadn't told her sisters about the relapse because she had caught her actually drinking. The other girls had not. Um, she revealed that Olivia had seen a bottle in Alexis's purse and Alexis flipped out. She wanted to know if Olivia had told Ned 
and Sam and Alexis started arguing and they just like were really going at each other. Alexis called Sam a nag and Sam opened the closet door to her mother's hiding spot to remove the bottle and an almost empty glass. Sam recalled that Julian had taken Alexis to a meeting during her last relapse and she asked if Alexis no longer cared. Alexis admitted that she only wanted to feel good and that she wanted to be left alone. Sam suggested that Neil would not have wanted Alexis to drink, but Alexis shouted that Sam hadn't known Neil and didn't know what he would want. Sam asked if Alexis would burn down her house with Sam's kids inside because she had fallen asleep drunk right. while, quote, making cookies. Yep. And, I mean, that's scary. That's Alexis thought that Sam was making too big of a deal of her previous mistake, but Sam called her a risk. Uh-huh. Uh, just a little, yeah. Just a bit. Mm-hmm. Alexis pointed out that Sam slept with a hitman, but oh. she didn't look li- and she didn't look like mother of a year. Sam looked as though her face had been slapped, and she was determined to know why Alexis was always talking about Jason when she wanted to hurt Sam. Alexis went off about all the people who had been hurt due to Jason and Sonny and the fact that the individuals would get threatened by their enemies. Sam insisted that their issues had nothing to do with Sonny and Jason and that Alexis had chosen to drink. She didn't trust Alexis, and she would not allow Alexis to see Danny and Scout if it, if she didn't get help. Alexis was upset and swore that she would never hurt her grandchildren. Sam knew they all loved her, but if the glass was more important to Alexis, Sam couldn't stand by. Yeah. Sam made it clear that she would do anything to protect her children, except leave Jason, Alexis muttered. Sam stated that it had nothing to do with Jason. For the 400th time. And Alexis replied the ultimatum was supposed to follow the intervention. She accused Sam of forgetting all the steps, and she suggested they book for the following week. I mean, she was drunk and being a jerk. Yeah. Sam told Alexis to live with her decision. She planned on telling Molly and Christina the truth. She had tried to help, and after she left, Alexis picked up her glass and took a sip. And then a few weeks later, they actually did do the intervention. Um, Sam, Christina, Molly, Diane, and Valentine all got together. Alexis did continue drinking after she did not respond very well to the intervention. Mm -hmm. But this is when her and Valentine were writing down the, I suffered more as a Cassidyne because cards. Yeah. And then Alexis and Sam argued for days and days about the drinking. Um, Eventually, Alexis did go over to Sam's house and begged for one more chance. Sam reluctantly let her in, and Alexis apologized for what she had said to Sam on Thanksgiving. She was sorry for constantly disparaging Jason, as Sam was an adult who could make her own decisions, which Alexis had to respect. Sam yelled at Alexis to stop, and she accused her mother of insinuating that Sam should respect Alexis's choices to drink. Alexis only wanted to be in Sam and the kids' lives, as she loved and missed them. Not enough to do what's best for us, Sam wondered. She informed Alexis that what... Alexis did in her life affected everything. Then, so Alexis went day bin, day binging. I'm not even gonna say day drinking. She went day binging at the Metro Court, uh-huh. and Olivia was kind of like, "You're not doing this here." Had the bartender cut her off. Meanwhile, I think that this is when she and Ned had already slept together, and Olivia didn't know about it. But right. Olivia was like, "I'm not letting this happen to you. Stop it." Well, then Tracy found Alexis drunk at the Metro Court and offered to drive her home. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Because Tracy pulled over to the side of the road, put Alexis in the driver's seat, and called the cops because yep. she was not having Alexis ruin Ned and Olivia's marriage. Yep. That was good. And then 
basically Diane came and let loose. And she was like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not letting you do this as a friend. Sam had actually called, Diane called Sam and Sam did tell her, like, I have a hard time turning my back on my mom. Diane left the room and demanded to know if Alexis had been trying to kill herself. Alexis insisted that she had only had three drinks and Tracy had (laughs) driven her home. She maintained that she didn't drive drunk, but Sam didn't believe her. A few minutes outside, a few minutes later, outside the room, Chase promised to back Diane and Sam if they were sure about their actions. Sam and Diane rejoined Alexis, who wondered if Diane was going to arrange for her bail. That depends, she replied. Sam explained that if Alexis was going to be bailed out, she was going to rehab. Alexis refused and insisted that she would never drive drunk. Diane refused to condone Alexis's behavior as an attorney or a friend, and she walked out. Alexis refused to be bullied into rehab and planted herself. A visibly upset Sam left the room, and she watched an officer escort Alexis out of the room a few minutes later. I feel like that was kind of the last big storyline. Yes. That was just Sam and yep. Alexis. Um, I know that there were some kind of in there. No, those were the main ones of them going back and forth. Like, yeah, hey, you're my mom. Hey, you slept with my husband. Hey, you're an alcoholic. Right. Those were the three main ones. One thing, too, was that Sam was illegally adopted by Cody McCall and Evelyn Bass. And I just think the biggest ongoing thing over the decades is Alexis flip-flopping between supporting and being against Sam and Jason's relationship because she really does go... Yeah, back and forth. So, yeah, that was that was a good Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Oh, my Day. gosh, that was almost an hour and a half. Oh, wow. That was so much longer than I thought it was going to be, but they got into it. It was a good story, yeah. Yeah. So, for those who are newer to General Hospital, Alexis and Sam have not always got along. No, Nina needs to hear this, and then she'll understand. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't even know where to go from there. I guess join us on Monday and see if they start a new storyline where Sam and Alexis hate each other <laughs> or have issues with each other. All right, on that note, have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.